First of all, today's learning, in addition to the whole matzah in Eretz Yisrael, it's also Lezeich Anishas Rav Moshe Ben Rachman Alevi and Rav Meir uh, Meir Ben Moshe Baruch. Shem Shavon Aliyah. So uh, the Gemara says like this: We're up to the Samach Zayin Amid Aleph. We are four, lo- five lines from the from the top. Veshine Hashem. So we said yesterday we were descri- describing yesterday's evolution of the Daf is that we had we had a, a machloikas a Rabban Rav Yosef whether Yish is kaina by Gzela. So if a person steals something and then there's Yish, does that make it his that he only returns the money? So we said it's a machlekes. We brought up a couple rayas that there was uh, Kenyan, and we said, oh, it must be Yish. And then it says, no, that was Shine Hashem. And the last thing we said is that Shine Hashem is kaina. If the item changes name, that is a Kenyan, but it has to be a, a definitive change. If it's the type of change of a name that the second that it goes back to it, meaning like a beam, a beam when you put it into the ceiling becomes the ceiling. But if you were to dismantle the ceiling and take the beam out, it's back to being a beam. So that's not a real shinashem. But a real legitimate shinashem is a kinin. So the Gemara talks about this right now. The Gemara says, Is shinashem really a strong uh, kinin? But what about a pipe? Now, Okay, what, what we're talking about right now is like this. The halacha is that for a mikvah, you're not allowed to use, called mayim shuvim for the mikvah. Mayim shuvim is water that was contained within a vessel. The water is not allowed to be contained within a vessel. So, the halacha is like this. We're talking about a block of wood that you're hollowing out to form a pipe. So the halacha is like this. The meikara originally it's a block of wood, and now when you hollow it out, it has a change in name. It's called a pipe. Yeah. They would take a block of wood, drill a hole in the middle, and now you got yourself a pipe. So, so the point is like this. So what's the halachas regarding, regarding mikvos? The halachas is as follows. V'tani, the says, If you take a block of wood, carve out, make it into a pipe, and then connect the pipe to the ground, meaning then put the pipe in the ground. No good. Why? Because the second... Here, I have a block of wood. I make a hole in it. I'm holding it now. It's a pipe. It's a kli. Then when I put it into the ground, too late. It was already a kli. Then it's considered mayim shuvim. And the halach of mayim shuvim is that the water for mayim shuvim is not good for a mikvah. Or if you have a kosher mikvah and you have three lugim of mayim shuvim that goes in, it passes it. Because it was a kli. But the halach is... Let's say you put the block of wood into the ground and connect it into the ground. Then you drill a hole into it while it's in the ground. Halach is as kosher. Why? Because the second you connect it to the ground, it's considered part of the ground. Then even though you drill afterwards, it becomes a cleat. It's already part of the ground. But wait a minute. That's, that's the halacha from the b'risa. So here's the kasha though. If carving out the hole is a shine hashem, then even if you put it into the ground as a block of wood, but the second you carve, the whole premise of why it's okay is because when you put it into the ground, it's bottled to the ground. It's considered part of the ground. But if me then drilling a hole in it makes it a new kli, meaning it has a shine hashem, then the Gemara feels that that should make it choshev and make it a kli, even when it's connected to the ground, it should be considered a kli. That's the Gemara's presumption, that if you're telling me shine hashem is legitimate, then even though it's connected to the ground, but it has a shinei hashem, it's now called a kli. And that should be enough to invalidate it. 
Correct. The point is, if Shina... Huh? That's a good point. You're saying there's a Shina Maisa also. Okay, it's a good point. I hear it. The more the Kasha. Shina Maisa and Shina Hashem. So why is it kosher? Why isn't it considered? You said it's part of the ground. It's not. It's a new thing. It's the way Rashi says. Ponim Chadashes Malakan. It's a new entity. It's a new entity because of the change in name. My father makes a good point. There's also Shina Maisa. It's a, it's a good point. It's a good. It's a good horror. The the point is though. Why, why is this okay? If these Shinuyim are significant, then it should be considered a vessel, right? If it, it can't be, it can no longer be what it was, and therefore it's considered a vessel. It shouldn't validate the mikvah. By the way, you could have heard that even though it's like a, a kli, but it's connected to the ground. But the Gemara feels, if it's a kli, it's a kli. So the Gemara responds, The answer is, The answer is, that halach is only derabonah. Meaning, you're right. If this was a biblical concept, it would be a problem. But the whole concept of ma'im shuvim, first of all, it's a shailam the rishan, what does this mean? Some say, in general, um, you know, the, the Ravid and the Rambam, they say, you see from here, the whole concept of Mayim Shuvim is only Darabonon. Other Rishonim say, no, it means the invalidation of three Lugim is only Darabonon, but if you had a whole mikvah of Mayim Shuvim, that's Daraisa, whatever it means, we'll go with the most Rishonim. It means Mayim Shuvim is only Apsul Darabonon. So therefore, you're asking Akasha, if Shina Hashem is significant, it should be Mayim Shuvim. And the answer is, the whole thing's Darabonon, so don't, don't worry. You make yourself crazy, don't, don't worry. So here's Akasha. So if the whole thing's Darabonon and we're saying just be chill about it, then how come if I take a block of wood before and I, I drill a hole in it before I connect it and then I put it in, we're machmer. Well, what's the real difference? Cleave then the ground, problem. Bra- ground then cleave, that's fine. Because, eh, they're abonim. What's the difference? It's posh it. The Gemara speaks it out. If the whole thing is just a rabbinic concept and we're not going to be so strict, then what's the difference? The answer is, I think it's more of an optic thing. The Torah, rabbinically, you're not allowed to have water that was contained within a kli. Over here, though, over here, what's the difference between the two cases? The difference between the two cases is, when you have a block of wood that you carved out and it has a kli, it's called a kli before you even started the process. That optically is no good. When it was part of the ground, considered nullified to the ground, then it became a kli, Okay, so no, no, it's not so bad. But when it was a kli before you even started the process, the Chazal are not going to be comfortable with that. Again, the whole thing is derabanan, so it's just a matter of what, what, how, how far, how comfortable are they like pushing the boundaries? The answer is they're comfortable if it was originally part of the ground, then became a kli, eh, not such a big deal. But if it was a kli, then became part of the ground, it was already possible from the beginning. Okay. Uh, okay, let's go back there. We have a discussion where, again, we're discussing whether. Yiyush is kainah by Gneva. So it says the Gemara, Mesa have a kasha, they have a kasha on Rav Yosef, who says that Yiyush is not kainah. It says, a ganef v'hagazlin v'anas, if a thief, a robber, or someone who did chamas, that's, uh, you know, again, another form of Gneva, all these different forms of Ganovim, they steal something, and then they're makdishit, hegdish and hegdish, it works. So if I steal a table from you, and then I'm makdishit, it works. Similarly, if I steal fruit, truma son truma, and then I separate truma, it works. So here's the kasha. Umaiser saying maiser. And the separation of maiser also works. But here's the kasha. How does it make it mine? I steal your table and I magdish it. It works. Why? Isn't the only way that it could be mine is through Yish. Right? How else is it mine? 
by just grabbing something from you, that doesn't make it mine. You need some sort of change. There's no Shina Maisa here. There's no possible Pashas, there's no Shina Hashem. The only thing there is is Yish. So you see, Yish is kind of. Why else would Hegdish work? What makes me the owner and not Gavin when I steal it from him? I steal fruit from him, I separate my truma, it works. Why? What makes me the owner? Must be Yush. The answer is no. Amri Hasam Hashem. Over there, what makes you the owner is not the Yush, it's the change in name. Because when I'm Magdishit, all of a sudden it went from Chulun to Hegdish. And when I'm separating Truma, it went from Tevel to Truma. And it's interesting, it's happening at the same time. So like by me saying it, which triggers the Shini Hashem, creates me the owner, which allows me to make the Shini Hashem. It's like, a, you know, it's all happening at once. The Gemara says, the tiv of Truma, Okay, fine. Now the Gemara Sakasha, we had yesterday, what is the source? Let's go back, forget about Yish. We had a concept that Shinoi Maisa is Kaina. Meaning, that if I steal wood and then I turn into a chair, I don't return the wood to you, I just return the value of the chair. Where do we know that from? So it was, it was a Pasuk. The Gemara is in Akasha. Throughout the today's daf, you have things that could have been asked days before. There's really no reason why it's asked now. Could have been asked yesterday. Yesterday we brought a pasuk. The Gemara is going to ask. We use this pasuk for something else. What's the pasuk? How do I know that Shinoi makes a kinyan by theft? Shenemar. The pasuk says is You shall return the theft. Right? It says You return the theft that which you stole. So Asher Gazal is completely unnecessary words. So what is Matamalim Asher Gazal? What it means is Im Shegazal If the item is still completely intact, meaning if it's Asher Gazal, if it still is the exact same item, no Shinoi, then you return the item. Vimla, but if there's a Shinoi, you don't return the item, you return the cash. So you see that the words Asher Gazal, Asher Gazal teaches you that Shinoi is kind as we had yesterday. Here's the Gemara's Kasha. I thought we used this for something else. Now, this is a big sugya in 40 dafim from now that we know, right? We've had this before that if, let's say, right? I'm the Shimer and I claim that it was stolen. So we had yesterday that if I'm moida to you, I pay the principal, I pay a fifth, and I bring a carbon. What if my father steals it, not my father, someone's father steals it, and then passes away? And then the son admits for his father, he's like, oh yeah, my father, my father stole it. Does, does you, do you add a chaymish? It's not the thief admitting, it's his son. So the Pasuk says, Asher gazal, Asher gazal, you only add a chaymish if you're the thief, not if your father was a thief. So you see that, so, so the sugi later on explains that if your father stole it, but you, and then passes away, and then you're Maida, you don't have to add a fifth. Because you're not the thief, your father was the thief. So the question is, how could both things be learned out from the same Pasuk? So the answer is, The Pasuk says, If it was just coming to teach you that you have to be the thief, and if you admit for your father's theft you don't pay chaymish, it could say veheshev es hagzeloi, with a vav. Why does it say veheshev es hagzeloi asher gozal? Meaning, if it was just to teach that teaching, it could have said veheshev es hagzeloi. You're the thief, not your father. But the fact that it says veheshev es hagzeloi asher gozal teaches you both.
You learn out both drushes. You learn out that if your father is the thief, you don't have to be chaimish. And you also learn out that shinoi is kaina. Okay, very good. Ikadamri, some have a slightly different version of this back and forth. That How do I know that shinoi is not kaina? This version is that shinoi is not kaina. How? Because beheshev is exela. Return it. Always return it no matter what state it's in, even if you changed it. Ah, I Asher Gazal, but doesn't it say Asher Gazal, which we're saying is the source that Shina is kind of? No, 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 that's using for that other drasha. So if you hold that Shina is not kind of, it's because Veheshev Zagzela, just return the item no matter what matzav it's in. And Asher Gazal is used for the father thing. It's a different version of the Gazal. Okay. Amr Ula, another opinion. We had yesterday a machleikus amiroyim whether Yish is kaina by gzela, by gneva. Menayin liyish in a kaina says Ula. You know how I know that Yish is not kaina? Shenema. The pasuk says ve'avesim gazal ve'sapiseach ve'sachayla. The pasuk is describing that Hakadosh Baruch Hu. This is through Malachi that Hashem is saying he's unhappy with our karbanas, and he says. Hevesim Gazal, you brought stolen karbanas, asapiseach, and you brought lame, balimumen. You see the Pasuk is equating an animal that's stolen to an animal that's a mum. Just like a mum can never be rectified, right? If the animal's missing a leg, there's nothing you could do to make it kosher as a karban, nothing. So too, if it's stolen, there's nothing you could do. You could have yiyush, does not matter. Meaning, we were saying yesterday... That if you have Yish, you steal an Adam, and then there's Yish, you can bring it as a carbon, because it's yours now. Says Ula, no. How do I know this? Because the Pasuk equates a stolen carbon to a Balmum. And just like Mapiseach, just like a lame carbon, Leslie Tekantaklal, go to the next page, just like there's nothing you could do to make an animal that has a Mum kosher. Afgezel de Leslie Takanta, so to a stolen animal, never has a Takarna. It does not matter whether it's before despair, after despair. It does not matter. It'll never become yours. Now, now, there are there is a shaila in the Rishonim. There's a very very long taisvus as to whether Ula is saying the exact same thing as what we said yesterday. See, yesterday Rav Yosef said Yish is not kind at all in all circumstances. Ula is saying it does not work by a carbon. So the question is, so it could be, it's possible, that Ula doesn't mean the Yish is not kaina. He's just saying a carbon, by a carbon, Hashem does not want that carbon. Hashem does not, does not desire that carbon. Meaning, I don't know what Ula would say, whether Ula would say this by, if you stole a chair and then there's Yish, do you have to return the chair or can you just return cash? Unclear. Um, yeah, okay, fine. Huh? He's saying this is a You're saying although his source is only. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, because it, 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 like I said, it is. It, there's two ways to look at the sugya. You could look at it as the fact, again, his source is that a carbon that's stolen is always possible. You could look at that as a source that Yush is not kind of, or you could look at it as Hashem does not want such a carbon. Like a mitzvah babavera type of style. But Ula seems to be indicating that it's across the board. Okay. Rava Amr Mehacha. Rava says, I have a different source that Yish is not kaina. Now, what's interesting about this is Rava is going to use this as a source that Yish is not kaina. Yesterday, this was a source that he rejected. It's interesting. What does the Pasuk say? Veloi ha 
you're not allowed to bring a stolen carbon. Now, Amos, well, when was it stolen? If I stole it and it was before Yish, if I steal, you, you have a sheep, I steal your sheep, and you don't have Yish yet, of course I can't bring it as a carbon. It's Pasha. I don't need a possibly to tell me that. Ella, lovely Yish. It must be that I stole your sheep, and then you're miayish, and still I can't bring it as a carbon. So Rava says, you see, Yish is not kind. Now here's the problem with this. Yesterday's daf, this was made, again, what's the proof? The Pasuk says you cannot bring a stolen carbon, a, stol- a stolen animal as a carbon. So what's the case? I steal your animal, you're not miayish. Of course I can't bring it, it's Pasha. Must be, I steal your animal, you're miayish, I still can't bring it. Why? Yish is not kind. That's what Rava says. The problem is yesterday, they said to Rava the same proof, and Rava rejected it. If you remember what Rava said, Rava said the case was where he stole it when it was already holy. Meaning, the case is not where I stole your animal and then you're miayish and then I'm magdashin. No, the case is you are magdashin animal. I, and if I steal it, I can't bring it as a carbon. And, and, and Rashi had two pshatim. Either the chiddush is that it doesn't work for you, or it doesn't work for me. But it's not related to Yish at all. It's not a case of Yish. It's where I stole it and it was already holy. Meaning, you think the case is, so Rava yesterday rejected this proof, but now Rava is bringing it as a proof. I don't understand something. Yeah. I'm sorry, uh, as far as the animal being magdish, yeah. once it's stolen... We're talking that that individual can can't can't use that animal. But someone else, if it's, if, it's, if the animal is retrieved, someone else can use that animal. No. No, I would assume the only thing is, if it was retrieved, maybe the original owner could maybe use it. Uh-huh. Meaning, if Gavin has an animal and he sets it aside, he says, "This is my oila. I got to bring it to the base dish next week. I steal it." The chiddush is, if I bring it, it doesn't work. So Rashi says, well, "Okay, first shot is it doesn't work for you. Second shot of Rashi is it doesn't work for me. Either way, it doesn't work." The question is, would then, if he gets it back, could he bring it? Maybe he's telling the Tula Shanis and Rashi. I'm not 100% sure. But the point is, it's not related to Yish Kain at all, because the case of Yish is where the animal's not holy. The point over here is that once he's Magdashit, Gavin is no longer the Baal. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Baal. And therefore, it's not Shaykh Yish by him, because Kol was at the Lushan, Kol de Isay, Rachmana Isay, wherever it is, it's in the jurisdiction of Hashem. That was yesterday's point. Well then, you, uh, well no, that it would probably well, it would depend whether it's a nether and a dava harizu harilai. But but the point is that would probably depend on that. But, but the point is, yesterday Rava rejected this proof, and now today he's bringing it as a proof. So it's an interesting thing. The Gemara is going to point this out in a second. Gemara is going to elaborate. I'm not. It's not my kasha. The Gemara is kasha. But you're making an assumption that the conversations were sequential. Well, no, the Gemara. Well, the Gemara is going to the Gemara is going to address it. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Well, that's the Gemara is about to answer that. The Gemara is exactly going to answer that. The Gemara says, "Haravahu da Amar Gazel Carbon Chavre." Wait a minute! Didn't Rava yesterday reject this? How could today he bring it as a proof? Didn't he reject it yesterday's daf? So two pshatim. Either first answer is it actually is in order, and he changed his mind. Meaning, yesterday he rejected the proof, and today he rethought, and he's like, nah, I like it. It's a good shot. So he, re- he retracted his, his view. Or, or what you have to do is you have to say that one of the statements, either today or yesterday, they were both not said by Rava, insert Rav Papa. So one of them was Rava, and one of them was Rav Papa. They could not both have been Rava, that's what the Gemara says. Therefore, one of them has to be inserted as Rav Papa to... Avoid the contradiction. Those are the two pshatim of the Gemara. Now, just to finish up the daf, 
The Gemara says like this. Now, let me read you this Pasuk. The Gemara says, we, we said uh, in the Mishnah, Midas Tashlumi Arba V'chamisha. Okay. So we said in the Mishnah that the only animals that you have Dalad V'hei is for a, a sheep and an ox. Shar V'seh. Meaning, if I steal uh, a shar and then I slaughter it, I pay four times. If I steal a sheep, it's slaughtered cell, I pay four times. If I steal a sheep, it's slaughtered cell, I pay five times. Now, let's say I steal a, sh- a fish and slaughter it. Kefil. There's no, there's no dal vehei. I steal a chicken. There's no dal vehei on other than it's se vishar. That's it. So the Gemara says, Am I? Why? Why is it dafka shar vishar? Now, the Pasuk says shar vishar, but nalif shar, shar mishabis. We should learn out from Shabbos, right? The Pasuk says Shar by Shabbos, and we know that it's Lav Dafka Shar. It's all animals. So the Gemara says over here also, why do we say that it's exclusively Shar Vaseh? Why don't we extend it to all animals? Why not extend it to all animals? So the Gemara says, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, because it says in the Pasuk Shar twice. One time is extra to teach you that it has to be shar v'sadafka and no no other animal. Now let me read you the pasuk. So one set of shar v'sad is extra. One is to tell you the concept, and one is to tell you dafka shar v'sad and not other animals. Let me read you the pasuk. We got to figure out which one is extra. One set is extra. The pasuk says like this: Ki ignav ish shar I steal a sheep or an ox, and I slaughter or sell it. Five times I shall pay for the ox. And four times I shall pay for the sheep. I'm sorry, I said before the opposite. I said five and four. Five for ox, four for sheep. So it says, Yignav ish shar Okay. One of those is extra. Which one? Because you kind of need both. For the context of the Pasuk. Now we're going to try to reread the Pasuk without one set. And which one is extra? So the Gemara says, okay, Amri, hi Miyater, which set of Shar and Set is extra to tell you Dafka Sharvasa? Ilema Sharvasev Seifa. Maybe it's the last ones. How would I read the Pasuk without the word Sharvasa? This is how I would read the Pasuk without the word Sharvasa at the end of the Pasuk. This is how I would read. Nechta Rahmana, Kiyignoiv Shar Isah. Right? If you steal a sheep or an ox, and you slaughter a salad, five times you pay for it, five cattle is paid for it instead of shar, it, and and four sheep are paid for it. So you replace the word shar with tachtav, which is it. So, okay. It could read. Here's the problem, though. If that's what the Pasuk said, maybe you have to pay nine. Because the Pasuk says, you steal a sheep or an ox, and then you slaughter a sell it, you pay five cattle for it, and four sheep for it. Maybe both, five and four. Meaning maybe, if I steal an ox and slaughter it, I have to pay back nine animals. Because it doesn't say, for the ox, it says for it. It's a little bit misleading. And maybe, for each animal, you require nine. The Gemara says, wait a minute, but then why would it say it twice? 
It says it twice. If you're telling me that you need nine for each animal, just say tachtav once. Maybe one tachtav is extra to tell you no, 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 no. It's five for five, five for one, and four for one, not nine for one. The answer is each one is not extra. We use the word tachtav for something else. The extra tachtav is not extra to tell you that it's not nine. The extra tachtav is to tell you that you have to pay back the same value of an animal. Meaning, let's say you stole an ox that was a big, strong ox, and you slaughtered it, you have to pay back four other oxen, five other oxen, right? You can't give five, you know, dying, weak oxen. Tachtav, it's got to be a replacement. So you see the word tachtav is not extra. So so, so if, if it just says tachtav, you can't say the extra tachtav is to say not nine. Because the extra tachtav is telling you for that other drasha. So if it just said the word tachtav, tachtav, I would actually think that for each one you have to slaughter nine. So the words in the end, shavaset, cannot be extra. The Gemara says, okay, maybe the word shavaset in the beginning of the Pasuk is extra. So how would I do that? The Gemara says, el shavaset, the reishim yuter. Maybe shavaset in the beginning of the Pasuk are extra. How, so how would I read it? This is how you could read the Pasuk. If a person steals something, and slaughters or sells it, he shall pay five times for the shor, and four sheep for the seh. That you, okay, could read it. So it's not the clearest pasuk in the world, but it could be read that way. The problem is, they're not extra. Why? Because if the pasuk would have written this way, maybe you have to steal both a sheep and an ox and slaughter it in order to trigger the payment. Because it says, It implies that maybe you need to steal both an ox and a sheep and slaughter it. So Gemara says, no, Tvachai is singular. You don't have to steal both and slaughter both. Gemara says, okay, Maybe you have to steal and, and, and you have to steal an ox and a, and, a she, and a sheep and then sell them both. The Gemara says, Umachroi is also singular. Okay. Maybe you have to steal both, but only sell one and keep the other, or only slaughter one and keep the other. Therefore, basically, Sharvis and the Reisha are not extra, Sharvis and the Safe are not extra. So Gemara says, you know what is extra? One for one. The Gemara says, El Ashar de Seifa, the Shar at the end of the Pasuk, Vesed de Reisha Miyater, and Sed at the beginning of the Pasuk. So you're right. Shar Vesed in the beginning of the Pasuk are not extra, and Shar Vesed in the end of the Pasuk are not extra. But Shar in the end of the Pasuk and Sed in the beginning of the Pasuk are extra. Therefore, they're extra to tell you, Dafka Shar Vesed, and not other animals regarding the payments of four or five. Huh? That Shar Vesed is extra to tell you that it's Dafka a Shar that you have the four and five payments, not other animals. Which Shar is extra? Not the first set of Shar and not the second set of Shar Shar and Se. So if you bought, if you stole an egg, a good animal, what animal? No, no, no. You pay careful. Like any other thing you steal. Correct, Sharbasah. And that's the one. It's the end of the Pasuk, the Shar and the end of the Pasuk, and the Sav, the beginning of the Pasuk are extra. Why? Because the Nechta Rachmana, because the Pasuk could have read this way. Ish Shar, 
It could have been written that way. I mean, it's not as clear, but it could have been written that way. Shar the Seva said the Reish Alamali. So why are they there? Shmami no Shar in me the It's to tell you the Davka Shar and not other animals. Okay. Last sugya. One more opinion that Yish that Yish is kind of. So we said in the Mishnah that if a thief steals, okay, so Reuven steals from Shimon, and then Levi steals from Reuven. What's the halacha? So again, Reuven is a thief, he steals from Shivan, and then Levi steals from the Ganif. So the Ganif steals from the Ganif. So the halacha is, Levi does not have to pay Kefal. Because it, was, it wasn't Reuven's. Reuven has to pay Kefal. Levi doesn't have to pay Kefal. So the, right, again, I, you steal from Gavin, I steal from you. Right. I don't have to pay Kefal. I didn't steal from the owner. Yeah. Right? You steal from the owner, I stole from you. I don't have to pay Kefal. I stole from the thief. I didn't steal from the owner. That's only because Yish doesn't work. Oh. Yeah, okay, so I might have to return the item, but I don't have to pay kefil. So says the Gemara, Amir Rav, Rav says, I, This is only true that you don't have to pay kefil because the because the original owner was not Mi'ayish, but if the original owner is Mi'ayish, then the Ganif acquires it fully. Then he becomes the owner, then when me, the second thief, steals it from the first thief, I have to pay kefil. The Ganif Mishal I have to pay Kefal to the first Ganif. So what happens is like this. Gavin steals from Menasha, he has to pay Kefal to Menasha. If Menasha is Miyayish, then it's Gavin's now, and then I steal from Gavin, I have to pay Kefal to you. Yeah. So so you see from here that Yish is kind. That's basically the same point. Yish is kind. We could have had this discussion, this next Kasha and Teretz, which we're going to end with, we could have had yesterday on the Yish being kind of discussion. Um, Rav Sheshis, Rav Sheshis says, I think Rav was sleeping when he said this. Why? Rav Akiva says, What's this Svara? That if you steal an item and then you sell it or slaughter it, you have to pay four or five times. What's the reason behind this? So he says, Because you became rooted in sin. Meaning, because until that point, it wasn't really stolen. Meaning by you, when I, you steal the item... It's just in your house. It's not like it's fully stolen. But when you sell it or, or slaughter it, it's gone. Nishtarish. It's mamish. Rooted in sin. Wait, wait a minute. Amos, what, what, what's the case exactly? If the case is that I sold it before Yish, then it's not Nishtarish Bechet. Meaning, what, what's Rebbe Kiva saying? Rebbe Kiva is saying is that when you steal an item, I, I go into Gavin's house, I steal it. It's still Gavin's. It's just in my domain. It doesn't. Nothing made it mine. But if I sell it, sell it to slaughter it, and I sell it, then oh, then that's it. It's rooted in sin. Then I mamish. Wait a minute. If you're never miayish, even if I sell it, it's still yours. I'm not the owner. So elamai, it must be. It's after yish. What do you see? Elacher yish. It must be after yish. Visagadaytoch yish kani. And if you say that yish is actually kaina, amai mishalom tashumi avrachamisha. Then why is it dal vehe? I thought shalayhu tevei shalayu meicher. Right. If I steal an item from you and you're miayish, and then I slaughter, I don't have to pay dal vehe. Because I'm I'm slaughtering my own animal, so you're telling me that it's that Yish is kinda. Then if Yish is kinda, then why am I paying dollar behay? By the way, the, every every one of these kashas you could rip apart because and, and if Yish is not kinda, then then what did you accomplish? Okay, but anyway, so the Gemara says no, no, no. Amri Kedarav will end with this. The reason for Dal is not because it's rooted in sin, which implies that now it's the sale. No, now it's like theft. It's because you're doubling theft. Meaning, you stole it once and now you stole it twice. Meaning, because when you steal it from him, 
that's one theft. When I sell it to another, it's more stolen. <laughs> because Why is it more stolen? because it's now it's going from one step to another. It's it's like a double ma- it's like a second Maisagneva. Hachanam is Shana Bachat. It's an interesting cash. It's an interesting listen. Shana Bachat, it's like a double sin. It's more it's more stolen. It's going deeper in. It's going deeper in. It's going deeper in. 